0: Amen. Our Sunday school lesson this morning. God, the gift of life. God, the gift of life. Life is defined as the extension of an individual human being. The existence. Father there or animal, life is defined as any system capable of performing functions such as eating, metabolically, breathing, moving, growing, reproducing and responding to external stimuli. It is the aspect or existence that that processes, acts, evaluate, evolve through growth. There is a saying that life purpose is to live and let live. Now we must get acquainted with the purpose. We must get acquainted with the purpose, source of life. The true and living God made life possible because he is life. He is the creator of all living things in heaven and on earth. It's an awesome thing to imagine God in creation. To imagine the power of creation moving on the face of the earth. There are several planets revolving around the sun. And God chose earth to form and create life upon it. Let's review God in his magnificent work. Of creation. Can you just imagine that everything was nothing? And the God that we serve said, Let there be. And we have a problem of turning everything over into the hands of the one that said, Let there be. Come on, somebody. If he was able to do all the splendid things that he done, don't you know that he can do more things for us than we can imagine? Amen. He stretched out the heavens. Come on, somebody. He formed the earth out of nothing. And we have a problem with putting our trust in him. Good God Almighty, the beginning of the natural life, the history of the Bible tells us in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Therefore, God built himself a place of habitation and made a decision to build a place full of life, which is wrapped up in him. Well, see, we think it's all wrapped up in us. But it's wrapped up in God. God made you a habitation for himself. Wow. Think about it. That God decided to make you in his image and in his likeness. It was not for you, but it was for himself. Amen. He put Some stock in you that he didn't put in animal and then that he didn't put in the files of the era. He put stock in you, isn't it amazing? And then we are the last ones that want to worship him. He put stock in us, but guess what? The birds fly and sing to him every morning, and they don't have a soul. Come on now! When the when when the wind blows, the trees bow down to it, but they can't get out of the weather, and you can. But we find it difficult to give God our all. We find it difficult to praise and worship Him. And even on not just on Sundays but any day. But he was the beginning of your life. Before I get down into it. I was just scattering remarks. When we get down into it. You got to look at the fact. That when God. Made. Man. And woman. He put something in man and woman that they can reproduce, not just flesh. Because either animals can reduce flesh, the birds of the air can reduce flesh. But none of them was able to do reproduction of soul. God, man, is the only one that God made that can reproduce Produce another soul. Amen. Scattering the minds. That's awesome. Come on somebody. That's so awesome that it's been in place. Ever since the beginning of time. God in one world. And begin another world. And guess what? Soul still was required. Soul. God built a habitation for itself in us. God is full of life. And it proceeded out from him. Things as we know, it came alive. He introduced life. Every beast of the field and fowl of the air, every fish of the sea, and every creeping thing on the face of the earth was created by God. Life was moving all over the earth, living in harmony. Can you imagine in the beginning was a time of perfect peace and joy that we are longing for now? It was once existed. It was in the Garden of Eden. It was in the Garden of Paradise. It was in the beginning of all creation. God did not make a beast eating another beast in the beginning. God did not make man eating another beast in the beginning. Amen. All this came, all this chaos came about because of sin. Because of disobedience unto God. It changes everything. Amen. When God gave life, it was worry free. Now we worried about everything. Come on, somebody. It was stress-free. We get stressed out over everything. Man, stress-free with no reason to be depressed. Now we're depressed about everything. Bills don't get paid time. We're stressed. Money don't come in on time. We're stressed. Come on now. If they're threatening you on the job, then you get depressed. Children ain't acting right. You get depressed. These things did not come from God. These things was not uh, intended for us to be under stress, depressed, problems, worry. It was not in God's plan. Because man did not see to obey God, then it start bringing on all sorts of things in our life. And all these things start creating sickness in the body. Come on somebody. Now you see why our lifespan got shortened. Because of our worries and our stress and. And depression and all this stuff start working on your organs, shortening your lifespan. We don't we don't we don't think nothing about that. When God gave life, it was it was worry free. Adam and Eve had no worry in the world. Come on, somebody. They were stress free, no reason for depression. These inside actions came after the order of deception from the hand of the enemy, Satan. He brought this stress upon you. He brought this depression upon you. And after the deception came chaos from, from creation has been ever since the fall of man, God was so disappointed in man, the old world, that it repeated God that he made man. Wow. Just like you do. You get stressed, and sometimes you wish to you, you you wish the one that you had you didn't have. Huh? Why? Because they displeased you now. Your high hopes was them to be be somebody but yet they chose to be in the street. You got depressed. You got stressed over the, the outcome of their life. Amen. You wish for better for yours. Am I right? God wished it for better for those that he called after him in his likeness. Wait a minute. Created us his like in other words, He created us as His children, and we came a great disappointment to Him. Wow! He put the best of Him in us, and we came be greater disappointment to Him. Wow. That says something right there. So <coughs> that's why you have to watch who you travel out. That's how, that's why you have to watch who you listen to. That's how you. That's why you have to watch how folks try to pull you out of God instead of in God. Come on now. For a devil to tell you that it don't take all that, you need to tell that devil to get behind you. You need to tell that devil, it takes everything that God said that I need to be saved. And then if I can add some more to it, I need to put a plus on it. Come on somebody. God was so disappointed in man that he repented him. He moved forward to destroy the old world just think about it out of God's creation that God got so disappointed in man that it moved God to destroy the world it moved God now you you got to think about this now it had to really anger God to move to destroy the entire world by water, flooded it out. You know how it is when you flood when you when you uh, when you get in the bathtub and you take a bath. You don't you, you don't keep the dirt. When you get out of the bathtub, you pull that plug. That dirt got to go down the drain. Guess what? So all the chaos was dirt to God. And God had to flood it and wash the world. Wow. Wash it of its sin. Of its disappointment. Uh, of this rebellious against him. Come on now. We just look at the fact that. God just destroyed the world. He had a reason destroying it. He had a reason because that which he had created in his lightning to have dominion over the earth, the one that he was going to leave that he left in control and in charge of the earth turned sour. So he said, I got to start all over. There wasn't no mistake in God. The mistake was in man. Amen. So. And when you look at that fact. God only kept eight people. He still gave man a way of escape. Good God Almighty. Out of all that he still gave man. A way of escape. He wasn't going to go and read. Build a whole world out of everything he new. He'd already created everything. Amen. So now he got to find the good out of what he created. So what did he do? He stayed kept eight people and he kept animals two by two, some of them seven. Amen. They called it a fresh start. <laughs> God decided to give us a fresh start. When he pulled you up out of there, he decided to give you a fresh start. Come on, somebody. When we were all crooked and wrong, going down every way but the right way, God said, I'm going to give you a fresh start. Good God Almighty. Thank God for the fresh start. Amen. Amen. When we look at things, that God hadn't gave us a fresh start, ain't no telling what we would be like today. Come on now. Shoot. You know it. If he hadn't gave me a fresh start, I might not have been able to talk about, there go a crackhead. I might have been out there, Oh it's a crackhead. Come on, somebody! I might not have been able to say something about the wine cause I might have been around the barrel with the wine o. Come on now! Oh, out there, standing out there with a sign, trying to get my next fix. A dollar or do. Can you help me get something to eat? No. Can you help me get something in my own? We could have been out there too if God hadn't gave us a fresh start. Uh, Go to Genesis chapter 1. Just going to read a few verses in that chapter. Uh, Verses 1 through 5. Amen. Genesis 1, verses 1 through 5 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. The earth was empty. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, listen, God said, he didn't ask for it. He said it. And this said means he commanded. Yeah. God said. Let there be light. And there was light. It had to come into the obedience of what God said. Yeah. Good God Almighty. Yeah. huh? That he saw darkness. And he told darkness to get out of the way. For light because here I am. <laughs> God is light. And in him there is no darkness. My God, my God. And God saw the light yeah. that it was good. Uh-huh. We don't like light because our deeds are dark. Yeah. Our deeds are evil, so we don't want the light to shine on us. Yeah. Like to stay in hide. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Marjorie, leave my pen felt alone. Come on, somebody, don't pull the cover off of me. But guess what, somebody? God been pull the cover off all of us, huh? He gonna show us just what we are to Him. Don't make no difference what I am to you. He gonna show me just what I am to Him. Because guess what? The the fact of the matter is, that's all that matters. It's how you appear before God. We can put on our arrows. We can put on our education. We can put on everything that you want to put on. But the fact of the matter is, you got to know how you appear before God. That's the bottom line. He saw that the light was good and God divided the light from the darkness yeah. had to have a difference there he divided the light from the darkness yeah. when will we divide the light and darkness in our life the part that God said was good was the light. He didn't say nothing about the darkness was good. Did he? Ain't that what the scripture said? That God saw the light and the light was good. It was suitable. It was pleasant. Good God Almighty. So what's suitable about the darkness if you can't see? Huh? What's pleasant about darkness is if, if, if you can't enjoy darkness. Come on now. So he approved the light. So he divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day and darkness. He called night. And the evening and the morning was the first day. I know it was a natural thing of light and darkness, but there also is a spiritual thing of light and darkness. Yeah. Come on somebody. The natural thing of light and darkness, that guess what? In the nighttime, you need some type of light. You can't get around without light. Even in your natural life, in the darkness, you can't get around without light. You gotta have lights, you gotta have headlights on your car. You got to have lights in your house or you're going to stumble and bump your big head. Come on, somebody. Who in here has been in their house trying to cook in the dark? You need light. Your spiritual life needs God's light. Or you will fumble around, fumble around in the darkness and will not know which way you're headed. Ah. So the scripture teaches us that God created the heavens and the earth for nothing. Huh? You know what? When God found us in our in the state that we was in, we were classified as nothing. Amen. We were classified as nothing because we knew not God, we respected not God, we wasn't looking for God. Come on now. And God had to do a makeover. Huh? I see something in Marsha that I can do a makeover on her. I see something in Sister Turner that I can do a makeover in her. Come on, somebody. I see something in Barbara Bean that I can make her, do a makeover in her. Huh? The, guess what he's saying? The roots of them is not dead yet. That's just the top. There's, some, there's still some roots down in there that's alive. And I can regrow them from the roots. Yeah. The mass was, was without form and void, without form, uh, not looking like anything. Can't even make heads and tails of. And then on top of that, couldn't make heads and tails of because God said it was empty. Amen? So it was empty. Unformed without life. Filled with Can you just imagine the earth was without life? Everything that you know now was not here. It was nothing. Creation And details begin with the voice of God. Good God Almighty. (laughs) Everything about your new life should begin with the voice of God. The problem comes is that we don't adhere to or listen to the voice of God like we should. If we did, we'll be more further up the road than where we are. Why? Because we listen to what God has to say. Do you not know that God knows every right way to take and every road to go without any error? The error comes when we want to shortcut God. The error comes when we want to listen to somebody else over God say, you can do it this way. The devil is a liar. Man, God spoke. Uh, Just think, Emma, that God spoke in the beginning. And if it was you, instantaneously you came into existence. But you know what I like about it? He didn't do man like that. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put something in me. He spoke to the tree, uh, 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 and the tree came to life. He spoke to the bird, and he started flying in the air. But man, uh, God said I gotta put some thought in this one. But man, God said I gotta, make, I, I, I gotta pre-make him. But man. God said, I'm gonna make him in my likeness. Good God almighty. But man, God said, I'm gonna give him some authority. Yeah. Come on, somebody. He said, But man, and do you, and, and, and the word of God, which is Jesus said, mm-hmm. And they went to work. Huh? He went to work, and, and you know, said form them from the dust of the ground. Now you know, in order to form anything from the dust of the ground, it first must be wet. Do fail. And then God began to construct man. Yeah, yeah. gave him all of his limbs and yeah. then um, made him a perfect specimen huh? out of dirt. Yeah. Baby, don't think yourself no higher than dirt, okay. huh? Because the dirt is where you got to go back to. Right. Come on, somebody, right. your flesh ain't gonna live forever. So why do you keep patting on it? Your flesh ain't going to live forever. So why are you not trying to get that with God? Well, oh I, I got to go somewhere. I don't I want to get that too fast. You keep patting on your flesh, and your flesh ain't going nowhere. Amen. Baby, if I get fat, love me for being fat because ain't nothing I can do about it. Uh, Lamont I tried sucking it in That didn't work (laughs) Come on now uh, uh, Women putting on tighter clothes Ain't going to make it work either Or if I wear it tight enough It'll shrink No it ain't Age and time Come on somebody Going to spread us all Man. so God put him stock in man he built him from ground up and the best part about it was he built him from ground up and he looked at it. I like that I, I, I like that let me breathe some life into him cause he was still just a stick of mud And he breathed the breath of life in man. When God breathed the breath of life in man, all of the... You gotta watch. You gotta watch. Come on, somebody. There is a difference between spiritual light and darkness of the flesh. God is light. There is no darkness in him. So when we make a difference, when we make a difference between light and darkness in us, come on, somebody. You know what? I don't know how you think about it. But if I'm trying to make it back to God, if I'm trying to make it to glory, I do not want to appear from this day forward that I'm half-stepping with God. Y'all hear that? At this point in time in your life, you better put your best foot forward. Timing is everything. Come on now. Don't let the timing catch you on the outside of God instead of the inside. Timing is everything. Is everything. Amen. To prove that it's everything, God built the world, created the world, what, in six days. Timing was everything. And on the seventh day, he holyed it. He called it his day of rest. Time is everything. We'll read it, but we're, I, already, I, I already got myself ahead of time, but we'll go ahead and read Genesis 2, verses 4 and 9. But well, when it get started, it's kind of hard to start. Genesis verses 4 through 9 says, These are the generations of the heavens and the earth, When they were created in the day that God made the earth and the heaven. Now look, you didn't make yourself. If I can be point blank, your mama didn't make yourself. Your mama could not have made you without the order of God. If the order of God did not take place, the process that God set up in Adam and Eve, you and I would not be here today. God set an order and that God's order is from the beginning to the end. It does not change. Why do we always want to change God instead of changing ourselves? Am I right about that? This verse says every plant Of the field before it was in the earth. Every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth. And there was no man. Oh, good God Almighty. God said, I'd have made all of this. But I need a caretaker. (laughs) I'm going to cause it to grow by the dew of the rain that fall from heaven. But I need somebody to take care of it. God did not put us here to just do nothing. Come on somebody. So what God do. God became a potter. And he fashioned man from a stick of mud. Man was just a piece of clay until God breathed into him the breath of life. The breath of the creator entered the shell of a man. And God's breath caused man to become a living soul. Not a living flesh but a living soul. Your flesh is a shell. Your flesh had no life in it until God breathed in the man. And we said what he breathed in the man was a living soul. So guess what? You're a man in the window. Come on, somebody. We are a man in the window. And guess what? God has given us the authority to take charge of our life. We just won't do it. Look at you. God fashioned you with His hands and placed a portion of Himself in you. God placed a portion of Himself in man. Man is the smartest thing on the planet of the earth. Come on now. Even though that, even though. When they don't know God, guess what? Knowledge is growing. Man, have you noticed? Man has the ability to create things. He can't create, he can't create life. They trying to duplicate life, but he can create things. Because the authority and the ability is what God put in him. Amen. Fact. Man left horse and buggy and went to automobile, didn't he? Huh? <laughs> that horse didn't have no air conditioning on it, did it? Huh? Come on now. Hey, now you you stop pulling up at the water trough. You stop pulling up at the service station. Get more gas for the mileage. Huh? But God gave somebody the ability to come up with an automobile. And it's been increasing and increasing as time goes by. Now they got the car talking to you. Huh? Lamont. Me and the wife went on a vacation. Yeah, I know I'm a little bit off, but that's all right. I know I'm off. I, I don't need nobody to tell me to get back on. Me and the wife went on a vacation, going to Kansas City to take mother and her sister up there. And by time we got halfway, the car comes telling us it's time for a coffee break. Spell it out It's spoke it to us. It's, and it's time for a coffee break. I <laughs> asked did that call say that? Yep. Come on now. That's just how smart. My point is, that's how smart man has gotten. Yeah, Huh? Amen. And, and as, as but the thing about it is, the Bible said as knowledge increase, man gets weak. Huh? You know why man get weak? He started looking more to his flesh than he looked to God. He started looking more to himself as being a god instead of worshiping God. Come on now. What was we at? What was we at? Sixth verse, I think. Uh, six verse, I think it was. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. A mist from the earth and it watered the whole face of the ground. Now you understand why you were made out of mud. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils. Now you know why you got to have your nose. Huh? Now you see where your breath come from flow through and out. Breathing in his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. May God breathe a spirit. A life in man. Wow. And that spirit got to go back to God and give an account. Amen. Your spirit, my spirit, has got to go back to God and give an account of the life that it has lived. Amen. we too busy looking at the natural side of it, but there is a spiritual side to our life. Gotta move on, gotta move on, gotta move on. I gotta to get to the other one because if I don't, if I if I, if I stay on that, I'll never get to the beginning, beginning of the spirit life. So therefore, I want to get one more. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2 right quick. Any questions so far? I got my bag up, so she's here. She here. Anybody got a question? Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. Let's read them right quick. Are we down? Let's read them. And ye had he quickened who were dead in trespassing and sin, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in children. In Wait a minute. When you're in disobedience, you are operating in not the spirit that God breathed in you, but another spirit. Y'all get that one? Did you get it? Just like when Adam and Eve did what God told them not to do, they stopped operating in the spirit of God and they started operating in the spirit of Satan. It don't take long. It don't take a year. It don't take all day. It's the moment that you yield to that spirit. You need to understand that. Glad y'all can make it. Don't look around. I'm talking to you. What verse we was on? Let's read it. Among whom also we all had our conversations in time past. In the lust of our flesh. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And whereby nature the children are wrath even as others. Look at the condition that we was in. Everybody in the room fitted in that category. Huh? You ain't been squeaky clean. Come on, somebody. If you think you got a halo over your head, you better snatch it down. For we all had our conversation in time past, in the lust of our flesh. Not in the spirit that God breathed in us, but in the lu- in the in the dirt that he built us out of. Now you see why it's so easy for us to do dirt Cause that's where you came from was dirt <coughs> Now you see why your life can be so muddy Cause that's where you came from the mud And sometimes we just like the pig We like the wall in the mud that we came from you can clean up a sow, but as soon as you get him squeaky clean, he going back to the first patch of mud that he found. Cause that mud feel good to him. <laughs> Just like your sins was feeling good to you. Our sins were feeling good, so we did like the hog. We wallowed in it. <laughs> then when the mom, mm-hmm. I flesh that ooh that feels so good you wallowed in your sin come on somebody and you thought you was clean you couldn't tell that pig nothing after he wallowed in that mud only thing you can get out of him was <laughs> he was saying good 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 and that's the way we felt about our sin we thought it was good but it was killing us. Yeah. And if you're still in it, they're still killing you. Yeah. On, on. Yeah. What verse are you alone? Let's read it. Yeah. But God, who is rich, but God, yeah. who is rich in mercy, you are still here WOT you out the dirt, wash you up, come on now, to present yourself to him and then then he told you after he presented you to himself he said now, run to see what the end is going to be. You done got three, four through the race and now you want to stop running. You done got three, four through the race and now you done got in your feelings. You done got three, four through the race and you talking about you tired. You'd be a whole lot more tired when hell opened up. Fifth verse says. Even when we were dead in sin. We were dead and didn't know it. Lamont. We were walking dead men. All they needed to do was put us in a grave. Thank God that he put us in a watery grave though. Thank God that he put us in a watery grave so that he can pick us up to a new life. Huh? But he quickened us together with Christ. By grace, ye are saved. Guess what? Quickened us together. Ain't none of us going there by ourselves. So don't think you got it all. Huh? Don't think that you're the top of the list. Because, yes, you know why I said that? Because God going to bring somebody in on the last end that's going to be saved more than the first end. The last shall be first and the first shall be last. You know what God said? Keep a level head, Huh? Stay in your lane. Come on, somebody. You never know when you might run into a detour. Because you listen to what somebody said you didn't have to do. Come on somebody. Wow. You got to understand who this prince of the air is. huh? He rules in this present world. Amen. He, listen now, he calls the shot not to your holy ghost. He calls the shots to your flesh. And he gives the flesh just what it likes. Come on, somebody. Uh, if Alfredo flesh love chocolate ice cream, guess what? He's going to bring a truckload to it. Huh? And the man better watch how he stick his spoon over there. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, because that's what he have us doing—catering to our flesh. And when we cater to our flesh, guess what? We step out of, on the outside of salvation. Because then, guess what? We come disobedient to the Spirit of God. And that is the tricky part that he plays on us all the time—is going, coming into the disobedience of the Spirit of God. Amen. Don't say, no, not me. Adam and Eve did. How about you? Huh? They were made perfect. You were born in sin, shaping in iniquity. Huh? In sin did your mother and your father conceive you. You came here lying. Huh? Just a hollering, and ain't nobody done nothing to you. Come on now. Hey man. Listen to my grandbaby sometime in there. What's wrong with you girl? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Till I get to the point I get tired of here. Now girl, shut up. Then about two or three minutes back, she she back playing just like she just a happy-go-lucky. But a few minutes ago, hmm. You know, that's what that's what happened when we when our flesh wants attention. Hmm. Hmm. attention. Let's go to the beginning of the spirit of life. The fallen state of man reigned from the first Adam to the second Adam, of Christ. And man needed a way to come back to a spiritual God. The first Adam was fallen from the dust of the ground, but the second Adam was made a quickening spirit. Man flesh failed God and was removed from his presence for a space of time. Man's covering for his sins started with the shedding of blood since the Garden of Eden. There was some blood shed for you to be here today. Come on, somebody. Man did not receive redemption without the shedding of blood. You and I has no way to get back in fellowship with God without the shedding of blood. And that blood that was shed, it was Jesus Christ. God sheddeth the first animal blood to cover their naked. Jesus came to cover our naked. Oh boy, we were naked. This this is too short, Lamar. I can't cover it all. Come on, somebody! But Jesus came and covered it all. Amen. So, we need a covering from God from that time in history until today and to the end of time. We need God's covering. The second Adam, Jesus Christ, being the spirit of God in the flesh to fulfill the written law of God that man could not perform. You couldn't do it. You still can't do it. You can't get to God. Without Jesus Christ. You can't make it there. There is no avenue. For you to get to glory. Without Jesus Christ. It ain't there. You won't find it. And you won't make it. You can let folks steal Jesus out of your mouth. If you won't. But your soul. Depends on it. Therefore man was still under the curse. Of God until Jesus Christ came. To be the curse for man. By hanging on the tree. There had to be a sacrifice. And guess what? The goat and the sheep. Was not the ultimate sacrifice. You had to have a sacrifice. That was saved. The whole world. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever? Are you the whosoever? Huh? He made no difference in the skin color, the nationality. Come on somebody. The culture. He made he said who so. But believe it in him Are you still believing today Have you checked the last uh, Chapter in your life To see if you still believing in God Are you still believing in Jesus Christ Huh Amen Without the shedding of blood There was no Remission of sin If you don't believe That Jesus Christ died for your sin. Guess what? Every last one of them, you still carrying that baggage. You still got that load. Rosetta, ain't you glad you dropped that load? Huh? Lamar, ain't you glad you dropped that load? Amen. I'm so glad that he took that trailer truck off of me. See, yours might have been a load. Mine was a trailer truck. Mine was carrying some heavy stuff. Come on, somebody. Hey, Amen. Some of y'all might have just needed dusting off. I need to wash it. <laughs> hey, Pastor, I need to pressure wash it. <laughs> Without the shedding of blood, there was no remission. The only way back to a spiritual God, somebody had to be a spiritual sacrifice. Not just know anything, not flesh and blood. You're looking at the fact that it was flesh and blood that hung on the cross, but he was a spiritual sacrifice. He was God himself wrapped up in the flesh that we could not control. So he controlled it for us. Who would go for us? <laughs> Ain't that what Isaiah said? Lord, who would go for us? You got to thank God that he had a ram in the bush. Huh? He couldn't find nobody that could do it. So guess what? You know what I am saying? If you, can't, if, if, if you can't find nobody to do it for yourself do it yourself. And that's what God did. He couldn't find nobody, so he did it himself. Amen. And he did it himself, but not for himself. He did it for us. Hello, somebody. And we want to serve him half huh? We want to serve him like we can take it a huh? We want to serve him like the spiritual life is really just not that important.